everybody, and welcome to Versus And. I am your second-rate lifting superhero, Thyron Man, Nolan Lacey. <laughs> and I'm your shredded guitar solo, Cabbage Coleslaw, beat with a beat, radish with a bad itch, Brent Lacey. And I am your, uh, uh, I'm old. Yeah. I'm, 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 oh. I'm old. That's, David. That's, that's what I am. Oh yeah, you just had a, you just had a birthday. I just turned, I, I turned 30 on Friday and let me, let me tell you, they, they came in, they took my Legos, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, hooked me up to this machine. They gave you some slippers? They gave me some slippers, which yeah. was very nice of them. Power tool? Uh, I already had some of those. Yeah. But you're, but you're those a little can more look into cool. them now, right? Yeah. I'm a little bit more into them, but I don't really know how they work 100%. How about and, elbow you know, patches? They get you elbow patches? Yeah, they did. I actually got this really cool pair that when you rub them together, they can make a spark. <laughs> the problem is I can't rub my elbows together. You got to get them going. Yeah. No. It's, have you uh, have you thought about spending your afternoon at Home Depot yet? God. In no. a uh, painted white shirt. God, I, I the day the day I look forward to that is the day someone needs to come kill me. The, that is no. That I am I am I have been dead for months. If that's the case, <laughs> is, uh. it's like um, it's like the Giver. Once he starts to see color for the first time, you're like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> you go in one day to Home Depot, you're like, oh, no, right, this is relaxing. Yep, I get it now. <laughs> oh, I get Ooh, knobs. <laughs> <laughs> so you just turned 30. Yeah. Uh, Tanvi, my wife, is turning 30 in a couple of weeks. Oh, no, Brent, I'm so sorry. Yeah, the, the, uh, the murder mystery birthday party I went to last night, this gentleman was also turning 30. So apparently it's catching. Yeah. No, man. Don't say that. That means I'm going to be turning 30 soon. You're going to be turning 30 soon. Didn't your wife recently turn 30? Yeah, yeah my wife turned 30 uh, not too long ago, and we had a party for her to ease her pain. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I got drunk, so there was that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you commandeered oh, the party. Shit. Holy shit, you guys, I forgot the craziest thing about turning 30. Uh, I met a genie, I'm pretty sure. This is not... I'm not making this up. Okay. I went to Whiskey Cake, which is a very nice restaurant here. It was the the place we went before the gobbling. And we're all, me and my friends are all sitting there. I'm wearing a big, stupid, pointy birthday hat because there's nothing funnier than a bald man in a pointy birthday hat. This trendy looking dude walks up with like tattoos on his arms and glasses and a beard and he's... When you say trendy, you mean like like hipster trendy? Kind of, but like or like not, GQ trendy. He was like, I don't know the difference. I'll tell you this. So like sexy Santa Claus grandpa trendy? Halfway. Half, okay. Halfway. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. Here's the thing. If he was hipstery, I didn't feel like he was annoying. So he just comes up and he's like, hey, man, yeah, happy birthday. I'd love to help you celebrate. You know, like what? What kind of whiskeys do you like? Uh, and I, I told him. He was like, "All right, man. Let me, let me." I like the wet ones. <laughs> the wet ones. <laughs> he came back with a bottle of whiskey and like told me a history about it. 
And he was like, I'd love to buy a glass for, for your birthday. I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. And he shook my hand and he was like, hey, yeah, you know, what's your name? I was like, I'm David. And he was like, all right, cool. I'm Sinbad. No. Mm, we've been here before. You're a genie. <laughs> You're a fucking genie. And that was, and that's when my brother-in-law informed me, yeah, no, you fucked up because you could have had anything, but you agreed to a glass of whiskey. Mm. You wasted that wish. I wish I had a glass of whiskey. <laughs> Fuck yes. Shit. That's an easy one. <laughs> so that's another thing. That's something Tanvi needs to look out for on her 30th is genies. A genie? Nice. Gen- don't squander your 30 wish. Don't squander your 30 wish. You only get one. A lot of people waste it on things like whiskey or <laughs> a dinner or free dry cleaning. You know, something stupid. I had the um, the opportunity to try Pappy Van Winkle at this bar a oh, while back. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So we got one. They had two options. You could get one that was very expensive and one that was extremely expensive. <laughs> so we're like, we'll just do the very expensive one. It was like $35 for a shot. That's pretty fucking cheap, actually, for Pappy. For what it is, yeah. Well, it's, it's more expensive than anything else that I was ordering that night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, no, no. so it was about the slowest shot I've ever taken, right? <laughs> like, I'm going to work on this for like five minutes. Yeah, now you sip on it like Tevye and Fiddler on the it's Roof. It's good. It wasn't $35 good. Well, Guess my palate's not refined enough. I watched a special on Scotch because my wife and I are going to Scotland this year. Fuck yeah. And so we're we're going and we we watched the special on Scotch and they were talking about the ultra premium Scotch, the stuff that they they age for like 50 years and they get glass blowers to come in and make the bottles for that level of whiskey. Scotch, excuse me. So if you're buying those like you're starting out at 10 grand. But there was a bottle of Macallans that they were talking to the, the glass blowers who made these bottles. And they're like, you know, sometimes we only do 10. Like we make 10 bottles and that's like the limited run on this 50 year old whatever. And they did a, a glass blowing for Macallans, some 50 year Macallans. And it was like $628,000 for one bottle. Sure. Why not? Let's get two. Right, and then they went back and asked the whiskey experts, like these guys who've been distilling whiskey they're for called, 50 years. They're called Wexperts? Wexperts. 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 So they were all like, yeah, 50 years not, I mean, like, there's just less of it, and it's got different notes. You're just going to be tasting wood. It's just going to taste like burn and wood. So if you like that, then yeah, <laughs> go for it's it. worth it. Yeah, and all of them were like, just go for like a 12 or 15 year. Like, that's where most places are the best. And I was just like fucking wasted money doing stuff <laughs> this is episode two of season two of versus and where we answer the questions that really need answering but we've kind of strayed away from that so our, our new formula this season is a, a three-parter uh we each bring something to the table whether it's something nerdy in current events or something nerdy in history or just something nerdy and geeky on your mind uh, so Nolan, what what have you what have you been up to as of late? So I have been able to finally put some more time into video games again, which is a rare and infrequent thing these days. And I have come to realize that I don't like the classification of certain games. We've boiled a, a lot of trendier games to roguelike or Souls-like or even Metroidvania. And yeah. not, I am not familiar. With this nomenclature here. So you guys are going to break this down for me. 
So Rogue, the the original roguelike, was an old video game in, I believe, the late 80s, maybe early 90s, when computers were starting to get into homes. Is it text-based? Uh, it is not text-based. It is, there are screens, mm-hmm. but they are still images. Is it like the Grolier's Encyclopedia, find your way through the castle, answering trivia sort of stuff? I think so. It's it's like the original Dungeon Crawler. Okay. But roguelikes typically are short, faster-paced games like Binding of Isaac, where you start off in a level, and you constantly are getting upgrades and new weapons and new things to like go through and be better so that every level you can handle the challenge. But if you die, you just completely start over from the beginning. No save states. No save states. You, you can't jump back in. If you die, you got to start all well, this, over. This is like... I mean, original. If you just go back, like Super Nintendo, Game Boy sort of stuff. There's no, kinda. there's no, there's no saving. Like, kinda, but there's more variability in the gameplay. It's all procedurally generated, so levels are going to be different. There's not like a specific, like you, you're not going to be able to speed run mm. for memory. Yeah, like people can still speed run roguelikes, but it's not just a you know they can close their eyes and put in a specific combination of like I know there's an enemy here, so I got to jump or hit it. It's a different style of gameplay. Roguelikes are, are incredibly popular because smaller studios can make them really quick. Once you get your procedural your procedural coding down, you can make a bunch of levels and a mm. bunch of different weapons. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to get a, a highly functioning game for a small studio. So they're popular. There's tons of them on Steam. The other big thing. So like roguelikes, that's that's a type of gameplay in my mind. Okay. So you have like Rogue Legacy. You have Dead Cells. You have Binding of Isaac. You have... Let me pull up my Steam list because I have a lot on there. <laughs> Legend of Bumbo. Wizard of Legend. FTL. Oh, yeah, FTL. God, what a fucking good game. Even, like, Darkest Dungeon, to an extent, is a roguelike. Yeah. Because you can you you can lose your heroes and have to start over. I need over. to get back on the, on the Steam. I have let that go. There is a lot on there now. Because I have, like, a functioning laptop that I can actually play games on now. That's great. Cryptarch, that's another one. So, a- anyways, there's a ton of them, and it's just, you get into that gameplay of, like, you find the items that you like playing with, or you find the style you like playing with, the paths you like going, and I, I almost find that a relaxing game loop. Relaxing? Relaxing. Fuck. Well, so here's the thing. We're going to talk about the unrelaxing, Souls-like, mm-hmm. which is a tag that I feel people chase. Yeah. And don't have a good grasp on it. So, like, roguelikes are very varied. It's essentially just you. when you die, you got to start over. And, like, then you get to go climb this path again and you can kill the main boss. And it's going to be a lot of fun and you get to start over. Whereas Souls-like, people just go, oh, it's Souls-like because it's going to pound your dick in. Like, <laughs> it might not be fun, but guess what? Get good yeah. because it's souls like, and I hate that tag. When people put that on there, I I <sighs> I want to play it to piss people off, but I also don't want to because I know I'm gonna get upset. Here's here's the thing about souls like games is it's it's Brent. I don't I don't know if you've played Dark Souls. <laughs> Have I've played you? Dark, That's where the tag. I've comes played from. Dark Souls two. Which yeah. I've heard is not the best one to cut your teeth I, on. It's actually one of my favorites. But it's, uh, yeah, so like you, you know, it's, it's just insanely difficult. It's like it, my blood like, pressure is way too low today. Yeah. I'm way too relaxed. I think I'll play That's, Dark Souls 2. 
That's the thing about it is, is it's it's really it's hard. But at the same time, speaking as someone who and Nolan, you knew this growing up playing video games, I was the one who was really shitty at it uh, because my parents didn't let me like play any of the types of games all my friends would play. I could just play Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Because uh, you had good parents. I had, I had, <laughs> I had parents. Who, you mean you were playing GTA at age eight? My my parents are also the same people that wouldn't let me watch a PG thirteen movie till I was thirteen. And guess what? It was Men in Black. What do you think the thirteen stands for? <laughs> That's what the thirteen means. Yeah. Meanwhile, all my friends and they in, stop at red lights and yeah. fucking hold the door open for people. <laughs> a bunch of fucking nerds. They put the, um, they throw the milk out after the sell by date. <laughs> They they only do cocaine in their bedroom. Like <laughs> they unwrap their American cheese singles before they put it on the sandwich. <laughs> hey, you guys oh. eat your cheese with the shell on or shell off. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. I'm sorry, okay. I derailed you. You're good. So, you know, for me, I was given Dark Souls the first one as a gift when I got a PlayStation 3, and I was told now you have a PlayStation 3. This is a PlayStation exclusive game. You have to beat it. You have to. That's your job now. Hmm. So. But they're not exclusive anymore, right? Because I got it for Xbox. I don't think they are. I think when they remastered it. The first Demon Souls was exclusive to. Two. Th- three. I don't know. Pretty sure it's three. Anyways, they, that was exclusive. And then Dark Souls wasn't. And Dark Souls 2 also wasn't. Oh, okay, then never mind. He just gave he just gave it to me. Bloodborne was exclusive, though, and that one was very good. The thing that happened was when I finally picked it up, it stopped becoming, over time, it stopped becoming a game for me and started being more of like, when I beat something, I felt so accomplished like compared to other games that I've I've played and beaten I was like this is this was hard this this thing kicked me in the fucking teeth six ways from Sunday and I finally beat it and I did it I got good I'm I am I got good game. at it I'm I the video good. game boy <laughs> I I'm am the, the one game who boy wins. <laughs> I am the cube I am the cube. <laughs> you ever seen those videos of those guys freaking out when they're playing and like punching the screen and like the whole oh my thing God. shatters? I've like never gotten throw that the controller bad. and then it actually like hits something and breaks. Yeah, yeah. Instant regret. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Uh, I did Dark Souls two, and I only put in I don't know fifteen hours. So it was like just that first learning to do shit area. And yeah. There's one part. There's an island off to the side when you're underground. And there's like these two trolls, which yep. are like the, the biggest enemies in that part of the game. And there's like a chest over there. Yep. I was like, I have to get over there. I, I had to do it. So I've like working for fucking hours because like you have to, you have to, like every you have to move. You can't just run forward. It's like, oh, I'm going to walk forward this way, or I'm going to step to the side this way, but also look to the left. Sort of controls, right? Yeah, and then I got there, and they kicked my ass, and it was over and over and over. And I finally, after hours and hours, and I'm throwing the bombs and using all the health things I can get, and just like going through my entire inventory, and I kill them, and I go to the chest, and it's like a it's like a box or a coffin, 
And I'm like, oh, let's oh, open that. No. And then you get in it and it just changes your gender. Yep. On the game. And you yep. get out. That's it. <sighs> yeah. Which, you know, sure. But I'm like, really? You're going to pull this shit this early on in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Is this what we're. I didn't sign up for this. Like, that yep. wasn't. That was the opposite of what you were saying, David. Like, there was zero accomplishment for this. <laughs> oh, look, you can do <laughs> so- the. Dark Souls, at least the original one, the first Dark Souls, not Demon Souls, it is rewarding, like you said, Dave. Like, you're going to die a ton. But when you finally beat, you know, some of these enemies, it's just like, you're right. I did that. I got good and I killed the fucking dragon or I killed Ornstein and Smog or like, like, I did it. Would Shadows of the Colossus fall on one of these scales? Mm. Uh, I I would say not yeah. really. I think Shadows of the Colossus is really its own thing. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's almost like a puzzle platformer. Like, all right, yeah, I'll give you that. A- anyway, so like people look at Dark Souls and bec- they leave out the rewarding part of the difficulty and most of the things that are called Souls like they just yeah. ramp up the difficulty and it's just hard. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. You don't get rewarded for killing the big boss. You don't get cool weapons. You don't have cool abilities. It's just hard. Mm. And they're just like, you know, it's Souls-like. You just, you're not good at games if you can't play this. It's like people, I who, hate that. people who listen to prog rock just because it sounds like the crazy jazz of metal. And they're like, you're just not into, you, you can't, you don't get it, man. You just don't understand. It's so like, it's you really need, mathy, you know? Yeah, you need four bases because if you don't have four bases, you can't get all of the the right algorithms in the music, man. That being said, I do listen to some prog metal <laughs> and yeah, math rock. Yeah. Anyway, I was talking with this younger guy. Uh, he's 19. Uh, we were at the gym, and we got on the topic of video games. And he and, he, and I he asked what I what I was playing these days, and I was like, oh, you know, like um. I, always, a, I got a Skyrim file that I'm always trudging away at. Um, yeah. I like anything on the orange box. You know, we'll go back and forth and do that. Um, Borderlands, this sort of thing. And he goes, oh, so you're into like retro games. I was oh, like, my God. I was like, come, I was like, come here, son. I can call him <laughs> son. I'm, I'm older than him. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> like, I know they're a little dated, but it's not like retro here. Is that where we are? Orange Box is, is the now? only one that I would call retro at this point. And even then, like, God. I mean, but anything so you we, could play in a 360, I wouldn't consider retro. Like, unless I have to, like, dig out an older, you know, you know what? That's a like a point. Genesis or something. No, that's a, that's a good point. I just, I was thinking about the Orange Box the other day, and I'm, I was just like, fuck, man. It's so, I was in high school. When I got that, and now yeah. I'm 30, and yep. I'm the oldest thing in the world. <laughs> You're almost like, like twice 18. I just, it's like 30 is the new unknown origin age. What, uh, what's what's hurting now? What's the new hurt thing? Uh, or noise? You got a new noise? I, I do, though. <laughs> I actually, this morning, I was just like, I was moving my shoulder and it just kept going crack, crack. And Cindy heard it and I was like, do you hear that? She was like, stop doing that. (laughs) I guess that just, that just makes that noise now. Yep. You know, uh, you guys know what Werther's originals are? Hell yeah. yeah. You you know the rappers they come in? Yeah. And that nice little crinkle you get when you (laughs) you open it up and pop the Werther's in your mouth? That's the sound my knee makes. 
Ooh. You're not even you're not even in the 30 club yet. I'm not even in the 30s yet. No. So I can't wait to he- that's going to turn into full on tinfoil by the time I'm 30. So just like every time my knee moves just And then it's going to sound and then it's going to sound like a hydraulic arm because you're going to get a robot <laughs> knee. Yeah. So I may have I may have told you this anecdote before. Uh we were at the the, the martial arts studio I train at. It was a couple of years ago, I was stretching the beginning of class, and my knee was doing something similar, like making a weird popping noise or something. So I just offhandedly commented, like, oh, man, I'm I'm really cracking today. And I had a few guys that were in their 40s uh, overheard me, <laughs> and they said, uh, just you guys wait. Pretty soon it's all going to make noise, and it's, everything's going to be cracking and popping. And I also happen to have a couple of uh, septuagenarians that were training, and they overheard all of this, and they're like, no, 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 no. You guys just wait, because pretty soon <laughs> it won't even move. It's just stuck like that. <laughs> and then we're like, wow, this is the most depressing <laughs> session I've been at. Like, should we start training, I guess? <laughs> so, Brent, you have been reading some books that I have suggested to you for, like, nigh on five years at this I'm, point. I'm carving my way through the horse heresy. Um, and Nolan, you own them all, but we live in different states, so we have to, like, do a prisoner exchange each time we see each other. And I yeah. just finished, I think it's book six, uh, Descent of Angels, where you go through that the, right. uh, it's with the first Legion and Lionel Johnson and the, the, Cal- the Calibanate Lions. Yeah. Um, one of the worst books I've read in some time. Uh, yeah. Just it's real bad. Like to the point where like an editor had to look at this at some point, right? <laughs> or did this guy just type it up and just collate them in his basement and just stick them in Barnes and Nobles across the country? Like the the hidden Horace Heresy book that is not hidden. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I don't, I, of, of the books that I've read, I get, I, I'm getting the, the message that like the whole Warhammer story and the, the zeitgeist is just like, we're going to be way over the top with it. It's gonna. We're gonna turn up to eleven, right? Yeah. Which I can get behind, right? I can read. I, I read them like like I eat Pringles. You know what I mean? It's like I don't need to be doing this, but I'm gonna finish it, right? Yeah. But um, yeah. I was maybe fifty or sixty pages in, and I was like, "Oh wait, this is a flashback." And then I couldn't tell were we alternating back and forth each chapter from a flashback. And then at one point it mentions the guy's age, and he was like 12. So I'm like, wait, so the last 60 pages, he was like nine? Like, because <laughs> it was written as if like an adult was doing this and having like adult inner mo- monologue. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, so I feel like that's something that you got to be real careful with when you're trying to write from like different age points. But don't they also talk about in that book that like, the years on Caliban are like way longer than normal other human years. So even at 12, he's like, if he did, like they didn't, he didn't, they only mentioned it once or twice. Like it was not a reoccurring Mm -hmm. thing. It didn't, it didn't stand out, but then like several, it's just all these faux pas were like, in order to explain more of the world building, they would have two characters talk to each other. Like, aren't we lucky to be alive in this time when our society is like this? And then they would go and talk about it. Which, like, nobody does. And then you find out, like, yeah. they're 15. Like, <laughs> nobody... Like, what's going on here? This is not... Like, I'll buy Space Marines, you know, and intergalactic travel. I won't buy two 15-year-olds. And, like, I'm so grateful that, you know, we live in this society. Yeah. 
And so, like, I think book one and book three are written by Ben Counter, mm-hmm. I believe. And he's, he's like, one of the better... Yeah, he's good. Those were yeah, good. For, yeah, so, like, The Horus Heresy, every book is written by a different author. Which or at least they don't have them back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, because then you have to have... Quite a project manager. styles. Yeah, To keep all the plots going together. And then, like, the first five books have a pretty good through line of, like, I, I don't know, the course of, like, maybe a couple of years in the Horus Heresy from, like, different perspectives right. and, like, start, different starting points and, like, different things that happen. It's like a comic this book one just is, spread out over several exactly. volumes. But then Descent of Angels is just, like, out of nowhere... So it's like a prequel, These, sort of. Kind of. Like a backstory but, way before all the other ones take place. But then the last hundred pages are like square in the middle of the Horus Heresy. Yeah. So, yeah, so they don't explain when we start and then you just skip a whole bunch. And so by then you're like, oh, this whole, so he was having a flashback the whole time? Or are we is the narrator narration like traveling along in time with this guy? So it was just like... The structure was awkward, and there's all these writing faux pas. So many as you know, Bob's. Yeah, which like, like it sounds like it read like they went to like a, you know, sixteen year old punk in a high school. We're like, I want you to write like a heavy metal action packed book, and he's like, Fuck yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and then every chapter, it was just like listening to Metallica the whole time, like, oh yeah, and then they're gonna like high five each other and say like, this is awesome, and then they're gonna go off and shoot the guys. Oh my gosh. Tommy got <laughs> sick and tired of me in bed every night just being like, this and then book is awful. What, what She's is like, why are you reading book? it? <laughs> yeah. I have to finish it. I can't just not finish it. So uh, I'm going to start on the next one. Hopefully things will look up. The book does pick up at the end. I mean, it does, it does come back around to its like same tempo and cadence that you're accustomed to yeah. in, a, in a Horace Heresy uh, novel. But man, it was like pulling teeth to get there. The next, the next one's Alpha Legion, right? Mm-hmm. About the twin Primarchs. Oh, I don't know. I haven't started yet. I've Ooh, only read the book you're, jacket. You're in for a pretty, pretty cool. I, I only got through about halfway because I, I think I was like hung over from Descent of Angels, so I started reading Alpha Legion, and then was just like, oh, God, I just, I hope it doesn't end up like this. And then I put it down and just like never picked it up. But I know like. The Alpha Legion has two Primarchs that are twins, but people, no one's ever seen them both at the same time. So, like, they don't actually know if they're twins. Sure. So, it's it's weird. So, like, all of the original Space Marines were clones of the Primarchs, so they're all technically Clone twins. Troopers. That, yeah, and they all look alike. But they all also kind of resemble their Primarch. Mm-hmm. So they, the Primarch of the Alpha Legion, like, hides as a regular space marine. Just in and amongst them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. kind of like being John Malkovich, right? At the end. Yeah, when exactly. Get, when he goes inside his own tunnel. He yeah. goes inside his own door. That one, that, that one's better. Yeah. You'll, you'll like it. I think my favorite thing, so, like, my favorite 40k... Just anything is the orcs. Just like every time they talk about orcs in any sort of medium, I, I just they're just great. But no, the horse no one gets a space books, marine boner every time they bring up orcs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but um, when they talk about like psychers, just like 
psychers are like normal people in the 40k universe in the Horus Heresy books, it does a really good job of showing like a human's perspective with like giants walking around mm-hmm. at all times. Because they have all these remembrancers that are essentially just reporters to like write propaganda for the human empire. But they like get to talk to space marines, but they're, you know, normal sized people. So they get to go and like talk to essentially like talking elephants. Mm -hmm. And they just they're always in awe and seeing some of the chapters from their perspectives is cool. And then you get to talk to psychers. And in most books, psychics are are like pulled back from society and like they you know i don't want to talk to people because it hurts my head and stuff and like sure the the psychics in 40k like they they're just you know this is my job i'm here to do this also i might start sprouting tentacles from my mouth and go crazy and kill everybody because i'm harnessing you know this chaotic energy so if that happens make sure you kill me and don't let me talk again so sounds like me and my last office job (laughs) <laughs> right. so yeah shit like that those little details because they don't dwell on that in those books they're just like yeah psycho went crazy and he started transforming into a demon so we we jettisoned jettisoned him out of an airlock so that he couldn't kill everybody now he's in space what i'm over is the uh the description anytime there's like you said like a human-based description of somebody bigger it's just like Look how awestruck I am. I'm yeah. just floored with all the awe. It, the whole situation is just full of awe, and I'm amazed. And in exaltation and amazement and awe. And you're like, can you can you please use some other words? Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you're just like, it's like you walk into a room and all you're saying is what it smells like. <laughs> like, please give me more information. Like, I'm aware yeah. how you feel right now. But, uh... I don't. I don't know if nobody wants to like step on anybody else's toes creatively, so they don't touch it. They're just like, it's just, it's just. There's a lot of awe. You're full of awe, right? You're <laughs> awestruck. Next chapter. I, I think what they're going for is that because especially in later books, actually in the 41st millennium, when humans see space marines, it means that shit has gone wrong. Right. <laughs> So in the in the Horus Heresy book, space marines are still a fairly common occurrence for normal people to see because there's this big crusade. Mm-hmm. The emperor's just got a ton of them and he's putting everybody out there. He's in his flow state, you know, right? working yeah. real well. And he's he's sending them out there and people still aren't used to it. And that I, I think that's what they're trying to hammer home is like no matter how often you see a space marine, you can't get over how magnificent they are and so powerful and they exude this power and you know sure i I think that's what they're trying to go for with normal humans but but if like if i went to see i don't know trans-siberian orchestra live and 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 david you went to see trans-siberian orchestra live like we would both agree it was like a big show with a lot of stuff but like you would definitely describe it different than i would but from all these different authors, every single person, every time, it's just like, oh, I am in so much awe right now. It's like I mean, I, I would be in awe, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just This all yeah. being said, I'm still gonna keep reading. Like I don't Oh yeah. Yeah. And you got me the Nolan, you got access to all the audiobooks. Oh yeah. So right now, uh Horace Heresy is my before bed bedtime reading. Probably not the best 
place to keep it. It's been really <laughs> affecting my dreams the past <laughs> like four months. But uh, when I switch it up, I can just have that be my car. Um, I'm on the last book of the Dark Tower series. Nice. On audiobook. So I listen to that in the car. So when that's done, then I can swap over and start listening to these guys in the car. Where are you in uh, the Dark Tower? Um, they are stationed above the Al- Algociento, the blue prison. Uh-huh. And they're um, meeting with their uh, teleport friend and kind of devising a plan. And they've got one of the uh, one of the children of Roderick are there. And there's not a lot of action happening. There's a lot of talking. So you're like a third of the way through it. I don't know because it's audio. So like, I don't have the book to pick up and look and see. It's I know yeah. it's, it's 24 hours long or 28. It's a big one. Yeah. So I don't think I'm that far in. Just I'm like. Just get ready. Just be prepared. <laughs> like, there's going to be a couple of chapters you probably shouldn't be driving for. Yeah. So I Ooh. nearly got sick in my car. Um, either on this one or the end of the last. I think it was this one. Because, you know, Stephen King, you're right. It's horror, right? Like, he writes horror. But, like, these books yeah. aren't very horrific. They're, they're yeah. a little more action-packed and kind of, not sci-fi, but, like, he doesn't really go down the horror path too much. Yeah. And then at one point... In this last book, there's a dialogue between a spider and a person, a wizard, and then the the spider has the wizard under his psychic control, and he, and they go into like teeth grinding detail about how this guy like plucks his own eyeball out and like what it feels like and what it sounds like. Um, and then he gives it to the spider to eat and I'm, I'm trying to drive and like retching in my car Ugh. and then it's like, and then the spider goes, now give me your tongue. And so the guy Ugh. tries to rip his own tongue out, but he can't cause his tongue's wet and all the tendons get all locked up in the back of his throat and it like yeah. keeps going. And I'm like, ugh, 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 I'm going to crash. I'm going to crash. I have to pull up. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Came out of nowhere. Cause it wasn't like a gruesome setting. Ugh, I think that's, do it. that's part of why Stephen King is so affecting because he'll they'll just be like in the stand there's just a a couple of parts where they're having like a normal conversation Randall Flagg's just sitting there talking to someone then all of a sudden they're having like dreams that he's a demon and raping them in like the course of a paragraph Mm -hmm. it's like wait hold on what the fuck we were just sitting on the side of the road why is this happening he slams it in the fifth you're like okay buckle up I don't think there's any more like super gore like that Mm -hmm. in the seventh book but like you should you should essentially take the dark tower as one enormous book and this is the end of a stephen king book yeah that we all know how those go yeah not a lot of laughs no yeah so my point is (sighs) i need you to bring the next couple horace heresy books when you come to visit i can do because i'm almost done with the pile i borrowed last time (laughs) And I I haven't Brent, you gave me some comics when you were here last that I haven't even started because I've been also reading the Dark Tower, and those are my next on my reading. Oh, you're going through it I again. Get through those. Yeah, that's why. So I I am uh, working on a tattoo of all my favorite stories, and as I read the books, I'm getting the tattoos filled in. Yeah, but like so, I, this is this is like five thousand pages of story. Eh, you know, you sacrifice some things. <laughs> It's been a while just to confirm that I still want this tattoo, I'm going to reread the whole thing again. <laughs> yeah. the kinda, yep. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
in this day and age, it's it's probably pretty safe, you know, just to go through. All right, let me just go through real quick and make sure like, there's check. no shit that's super fucking racist now. Let me yeah. make sure nothing in here is aged like milk. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, it was a portrait of the jazz singer. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine when it came out. God damn it. <laughs> so, David. Yes. DC DC streaming service. Okay, so tell us about it. I did It's like Disney Plus but like DC, right? Yeah. Um I did the 7-day trial thing um cuz I was like, all right, yeah, I'll check this shit out. Um aside from uh the Batman the animated series and then Batman the new animated series. You talking and, about the 90s one? Yeah. With the long car? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, they got a whole bunch of the Batman cartoons, which is like, that's a winner for me. I love Batman. Sure. Uh, and then they've got this new Harley Quinn cartoon that's just, like, her and Poison Ivy and a few other uh, supervillains just living, like... Is it like Friends, but they're supervillains? It's more like... Or like Seinfeld, but they're supervillains. It's more like if, well, it's funny you say Seinfeld. George Costanza is uh, a character in there. Does he really? <laughs> he's he's a, an old man in a wheelchair who's more robot than man. Yeah. Um, and he can turn into a car. Uh, <laughs> and it, it's more, I want you to imagine Friends, but with the cast of Archer instead. Um, okay. It's yeah. It's it's a lot like that. It's they're they're Lana! all they're all pretty foul mouthed. Um, and just the best one of the best things about it is uh, Poison Ivy very regularly at seven several points. You know Harley's like, well, I mean, you know, you're you're a super villain. She says, I really prefer the term eco terrorist. Like I really don't understand <laughs> what's so villainous about wanting to save the planet. Um, <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. It's a really good show, uh, and it it you know it goes into the um, the whole shitty relationship between her and the Joker and uh, abusive relationships in general. It 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 covers that really well. This uh, animated, yeah. Okay. Um, and so what, then what does this what does the service include? I mean, is it like everything yeah, on I, the um, what's the the CW Arrowverse, yeah, CW. Does it? Have I think all that? it's a lot of the CW stuff, um, like the old cartoons and stuff that they all had, and then some original shows. Um, movies. And I actually didn't look for movies because, like, I should... would would like the how who who did um, Batman Forever? Anyway, that series because he did. Batman and Robin too, also, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, would I, that still fall under? Like, do they have rights to that? Because there's like, there's a lot of like tangential DC stuff as opposed to like MCU, where it's like they've got this on lockdown of like what is in and what is out. It looks like all the Batman stuff is animated, so I don't think they have the movies. Do they have Joel Schulmacher? Do they have Adam West Batman? Have you seen? I'm Batman? currently looking. Have no. you seen Batman the Brave and the Bold? Yes. No. What is it's, that? It's pretty it's a, funny. An, yeah, it's an animated series based off of the Adam West Batman. Hmm. 
So it's like zany and silly and like it the guy who does the voice isn't Adam West, but he's 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 almost Adam yeah. West. Yeah. And it's it's silly. It's silly, silly. Like I've only seen clips of it, just YouTube popped up, and I almost thought it was like a parody to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like just fan drawn. Like a Tim and Eric sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, because they're they you know, they always get strung up and it's always Batman and Robin like, Oh, Robin, yeah, we have to get out of this or the Joker will put us in this pot of marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Batman, we'd be full of tomato. But it's it's really good. Like I've only ever heard people who watched it just like, no, no, like you don't get it. You really need to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I think will attract a lot of people to this is, um, uh, comic books. Like you can, in your web browser, you can look at nice. comic books through the ages. Um, Ooh. So if you have the app on your phone, you can also do the same thing. I think so. Yeah. So it's like a combination of what's that app that does all their comics. There's a couple. Comixology. Sure. There's one for each. Yeah. Um, uh, but you get that plus the TV. Yep. Wow, how much is this? Uh, it is seven ninety nine uh, a month. Or mm-hmm. if you're smart like me, you can just binge the Harley Quinn show in seven days mm-hmm. uh, and not have to pay anything for it. You're like a chipmunk, um, you just like stuff it all in. Yeah, and then I'll no, just eat it later. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. While it's got some of these cool things, it's also got this fucking terrible. Uh, Teen Titans thing, this live action Teen Titans. Teen Titans show. are nice. Oh my god, it looks like absolute shit. Do you guys? Have you read any uh, Rebirth? Are you on any of those? No, no. So what I've got. Uh, it's just like the newest iteration of DC. Mm. You know, how, like there's New Fifty Two and this sort of thing. Yeah, like every time we do stuff, Doomsday Clock. Yeah. So I've been doing Rebirth, and then I'll buy you know, volume one, two, whatever's out and I'll read them. And then the next one doesn't come out for a while. Right. So then before I, I'll buy the next one and then I'll start back at the beginning and read all the way through the, the new one that I have. Cause I feel like if you just wait three months, buy the new one you're like, all right, what the hell's going on? Yeah. So I'm rereading the new Batman rebirth. Yeah. And there's a bunch. There's like, there's like Batman and Robin rebirth and like Batman detective rebirth. And there's like Batman and the justice league rebirth. So this is just like the run of the mill is just the Batman story. Um, and I don't know if they do this on the older iterations, but in the Batcave, it's got all of the cars from like the movie. It's got like the the tumbler from the yeah. the Christopher oh, Nolan ones, and it's yeah. got the long one from the animated series. So like anatomically, the cars don't work because like it's not the same size that you would get in. But they've yeah. even got the old Adam West one where like the it's like a bat face on the front. Yeah, and then they've got the uh, the. Um, Michael Keaton one that's like the shark kind of looking one with the big fin on the back. Like they're yeah, all yeah. they're all in the Batcave. And then every now and then when the new one crashes, they have to like take an old one out. So there'll be a few <laughs> frames of like a, a car that like doesn't really fit the animation for that comic. That's cool. Yeah, that's it's pretty really neat. Cool. But I don't know. They might, I mean, that might always be the case with like the, the central Batman story. So I have to do some more research. I didn't even realize that DC was making their own streaming service because we are so inundated with streaming services. Yeah, yeah I didn't know about it either. That that's <laughs> why I'm only doing the free trial thing is cuz I was like I don't need this shit. Let me let me be quite frank with you guys. 
aside from Batman, I don't fucking care about DC. <laughs> that, like well, DC has the following things that interest me. Batman, end of list. <laughs> have you read like, it's because you haven't read Darkest Night? It, or is Blackest that the one? Night. Is that the one? Oh, Blackest Night with Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah Green Here's Lantern and zombies. Here's the thing about that. I don't give a shit about a superhero whose weakness is the color yellow. All right. It's I not don't. yellow, David. It's fear. Yeah. Which is what color? Yellow. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, yelly bellied, <laughs> yellow bellied coward. You're, no. you're more into, you're more into stick to buildings and fling webs. And yeah. Marvel, <laughs> you know, Marvel makes, um, shit. What's that literary term? Good characters. Uh, <laughs> we can. I think we can. We can do this all day, and it's not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna resolve anything. No, it's it's not. I did, here's here's the thing is like when it was created, DC, you know, like made Superman. It was the first superhero, and when it was created, that's what we needed. We needed an invulnerable man. You know, I to, still need an invulnerable man. You you know it's it's what people it's what kids needed like you know to to feel better to feel stronger and yeah but then captain marvel came out and he was better and nobody cared about superman and dc fucked captain marvel over yeah <laughs> but you know now we're in a time when this is just a medium and just being an invulnerable man is just kind of boring it's like all right cool kryptonite is your weakness except sometimes when it's not he had to he has to teleport into the sun to car into the center of the earth to like carve out these doomsday machines that are deep within the mantle. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not badass. I mean, it, get it's that. not. It's not because he's <laughs> immune to it. It's but it's, it's but it's like really hot. <laughs> yeah, like you that's know? the thing is. Yeah, he's okay, like yeah, I'm strong. Cool. This, but like it says like this is still really hard. Like all right, Superman. Yeah, now I can connect with you. It's really, it's really hard, you know, being warm. Yeah. Like, fuck me. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Peter Parker's over here, gotta, gotta choose between, you know, resurrecting oh, no. his Aunt May, uh, who just died, or giving up his marriage with Mary Jane, which will be frank, that was a terrible fucking choice that, uh, Marvel made. But it's. Yeah, that's like one of the biggest mistakes Marvel's ever, like, people. Yeah fucking hated that yeah no it was terrible you guys uh, hear uh dan cummings bit about spider-man he wanted to see a spider-man movie where he's like fighting crime in kansas yeah it's like <laughs> one tall building in town he's like just kind of spinning around that like all right bad I guys reach you come on over here come a little closer <laughs> they do that in uh homecoming uh like he's or, or was it far from home he's running somewhere uh oh yeah he's chasing somebody yeah he's chasing and he somebody. like shoots and it just, it hits nothing because he's out in the middle of the fucking woods. <laughs> nice. So I, I will say like the old, like the animated Batman series is, is that's a, that's a good thing yeah. to have on there. Cause I fucking love that. Yeah. But like, I also like Batman beyond and I like the justice league cartoon that they had in the, the early thousands. Those are also on there. And like, they used to do comic book cartoons really well. Yeah. I mean, like those in like the X Men. Yeah. Well, like I feel like the 
DC definitely got their intros right because the Batman theme is just like, it's a little clip of Batman punching some shadows and like, it's just, you know, orchestral. Whereas like all the Marvel shows were trying to have like themes that you could sing, like the Iron Man one. Did you guys ever see the Iron Man show? Mm -mm. I feel like Oh man, it starts off and it's like, Tony Stark and he's like this big jack dude and he's making the Iron Man suit sure. and he's like hitting it and in the background it's this like fucking way past his prime clearly was in some kind of hair band just like I am Iron Man and that's all he says he just says I Iron Man Out of the forge, which always bugged me. Like you just melted your face, yeah, man. That's that's how that's how. You, do you want to be Doctor Doom? Because that's how you be Doctor Doom. That's how you be Doctor Doom. Um, and they also had uh, see X Man, Iron Man, Spider Man, the Spider Man show. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That one. was a really good one. But again, it also had another song that they like wanted you to sing and hum. I mean, in the sixties, yes, not the nineties no, one. Those are the nineties. The one from the nineties. The nineties one, like there there weren't really words it was a lot like the x-men one mm. all the words were done like that that uh fucking peter frampton guitar talk thing see but you remember it i do remember it so it works <laughs> i so, i remember yeah i I see. I see. It sounds like I might want to want to try this out. I'm. I'm only not only, but I mainly only have DC comics. I got. I got on the game yeah. a little bit late in life, and then I got some good recommendations to start, and um, I just. I just like dipped a finger in, and it was. It was bad. It was bad. It was like Coke. It was bad. It's like oh, I can't. Yeah. I can't keep doing this. Like this is not. Yeah. And so the reason I haven't really got into Marvel yet is like, honestly, yeah. I'm just scared. Like I don't know how much money. I can. That's legit. That's legit, dude. You. This one's bad enough. I don't want to double down. You know you've got a fucking addiction. It's fine. I have a problem. I have a problem. Yeah. I got budget that's, out my comic yeah, money here. The 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 first part to knowing you have a problem is addressing it. It's yeah. when my wife was. We were in a city, and then I was like, "Oh, let's go to a comic store," and she's like, "You haven't read the last comics you bought yet." That's what I knew. Like, uh, but I'm gonna buy more anyway. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna read them eventually. I might as well get more now. That's how I am with books. I, Savannah will, like, will stop me from buying books. Like, I'll be in a store, and I'll have, like, three or four in my hand, and I'll walk, and Savannah will just come up and, like, grab them and put them back on a shelf. Like, you you haven't read the last 15 books you bought. You can't buy any more until you've read all of them. Um, oh, oh, next episode, David, can you and I, can we just, like, fangirl over an ad pod for next episode? Sure. <sighs> I don't know what it is, but I'm into it. Uh, I haven't it's... heard the latest episode. Oh, so God, it's fucking gut punch, man. Oh, oh, it's so good. Since we're kind of going off the rails here, do you guys know baby metal? Yeah, no, you do. The uh, uh, Japanese or South Korean? I think it's South Korean. Yeah, yeah. What is I just this? found out about this, and I was like way too into it. I was this kind of embarrassed, is- like how much I was like immediately like, oh yeah, definitely. Tell it's, me what the fuck this is. So it's, it's an it's, all girls South Korean metal band. Oh, okay. No, but it's not. Don't just don't just. Oh, okay, it, Dave. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> listen, listen. That sounds good, and I would check it out. 
what I was expecting was infants doing metal. Mm, what like, I was expecting was toddlers like screaming into a toddler into with a, a diaper, and he's yes. like a big schecter, and he can't reach over it, and he's crying, yes. and the neck keeps like hitting <laughs> another baby in the head. See, that's like, but that, and it's like a 90s cartoon, and they're also superheroes. Right. See, that is what I was I expecting. we're onto something here, yeah. What, so no, what it's it like, actually is, yeah. <laughs> it's like extremely dark, thrashy oh. metal. Um, and the people playing the, the, the emphasis is not on the band members. They're kind of like backup, but it's like yeah. very intense in your face, like Lamb of God esque heavy metal. And then just the cutest little South Korean girls that do like they're, choreographed dances together. They're Japanese. I just looked. Oh, it are up they? Because, oh. because like, I don't know if you've ever accidentally messed up K-pop names or something, but mm. like K-pop fans are fucking okay. vicious. So right. I don't want to, I don't want to be screwing that shit up. They're My from Japan. I don't speak Korean. either language. I couldn't tell the difference. And yeah. it was all metal. But now I know. That's another thing now. I'll throw it on the list. Yep. <laughs> ask your doctor ask your doctor about turning thirty. Mm-hmm. Um he might have something he can give you. It's better than a, the alternative, David. If he's a good doctor, the prescription will be a bullet and a fucking gun. <laughs> um no. Dude, my Why do these get dark at the end? I <laughs> They always get so dark. Y'all know that de- um, um, Death Clock song, uh, Happy Death Day? It's yeah. It's their yeah, birthday yeah. song. That's, that has when you been got playing you. in my head all weekend. It's when you it got them the, the, the most brutal metal gift that yeah. you could get anybody. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I want to thank everybody for joining in this month to hear us waste an hour of your time asking the questions that definitely need to answer. Uh, I've been your Duke of Cuke and your Spud Bud, Brent Lacey. I have been your babyface, 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 babyface metal listener, Nolan Lacey. I have been old. And, and <laughs> continued, and will continue to be. I will. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Versus And is produced by Brent Lacey, Nolan Lacey, and David Hallman. Edited by whoever feels like it this month. Theme music is by Kevin McLeod. Links to additional music samples are provided in the description. Versus And is a production of Final Plank Media. <laughs> Hi, so I'm working on, 
I'm coding some language today. It's Python. I don't seem to be. I can't seem to access my library, so if you could fix that, that would be great. Oh my god, you're using HTTP? <laughs> Give you a key area you can talk about. <laughs> Are you 